Welcome back to season eight of the Choose You Calgary podcast. My name is Kara, and today we are chatting with two U Calgary alumni about their experience in the psychology honors program and the different research opportunities that they got to take advantage of as students. Awesome. Welcome back to the Choose You Calgary podcast. Um, we're just going to do a quick introduction of our guests today. So if you guys just want to tell me your program when you graduated and your current position at the University of Calgary, that would be awesome. Yeah. So my name is Alex. I graduated the program in 2022 and I completed a degree in psychology, bachelor of science and an honors thesis. Currently, I am a research assistant for the Child Study Lab, which is a pediatrics lab here at the University of Calgary. Uh, and I'm Haley. I also graduated back in 2022. Uh, same thing with a psychology uh, honors in science. Uh, and right now I'm working as a lab coordinator for a research lab over at the Foothills Medical Center. Nice. Thank you so much. So I think we're just going to get into a little bit about your experience with the University of Calgary. Um, so first question here is, what was your process of applying and being accepted into the psychology honors program? Um, yeah, so the process of applying was, I mean, in my own personal experience, relatively straightforward. Yeah, I was able to find the majority of the information that I needed just kind of online, but um, I also kind of utilized, you know, talking with my professors about it as well. So applying, there's there's like a packet essentially that you need to fill out. But I think the, the part that I really enjoyed was talking with potential supervisors about it. So I had a bunch of Zoom meetings with, I think it was, I don't know, I, I met with like three, I think, um, different prospective supervisors. And the one that I ended up going with, it was a right fit. It was the right fit. We wanted to research the same things. We kind of had a good rapport in being a supervisor and a student. Um, so yeah, we just, uh, we just went forward with that and he said that he would supervise me and uh, I submitted my packet and then I got accepted. And what year did you apply for honors? So I took five years to graduate. So um, I applied in my fourth year of studies, which was 2020. I think it was the first, like the fall semester that I applied. So it would have been 2021, mm -hmm. 2021. Yeah, around the fall there. And then I completed my, my honors degree or my honors thesis throughout fall of 2021, winter of 2022. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. So kind of like that second to last year. Yeah. It kind of like entered your radar. Yeah. Okay, awesome. And then this is just a question that we get from a lot of prospective students who are interested in psychology. Um, but do you know, in your opinion, the difference between psychology science, so a Bachelor um, of Science in Psychology, and then a Bachelor of Arts in Psychology? Yeah, so from my experience, it looks like it's just a different level of courses that you have to complete within the first two years of your degree. So a Bachelor of Science is more focused on your chemistry, your mathematics, and your biology lab components, as a Bachelor of Arts is more focused on completing, like, 
um, introductory like arts courses as well as a few science credits that you need to graduate with. Um, the differences that I see is just the level of experience that you gain from a Bachelor of Science. So if you are more focused on becoming more in a research capacity or working in a lab, I think that first two years of doing many lab components is essential on building re that repertoire and being comfortable in a lab setting. So mm -hmm. I think a Bachelor of Arts degree is very valid as well. And just if science is not your way to going, but you still can get an honors thesis with both a Bachelor of Science and a Bachelor of Arts. Nice. Awesome. Thank you. Um, and then, do you know what the most interesting slash unique class you took in your psychology degree was um, and what made it so interesting? I can speak to this one a little bit. Um, specifically, my last year was phenomenal just in terms of the classes that I was taking. Um, as someone who's really interested in, you know, abnormal psychology, so, you know, mental illness, mental health, et cetera, et cetera, I really enjoyed my development of psychopathology class. Alex and I actually took that one together, mm -hmm. so I'm sure she'll speak to that as well. So I thought that was really interesting looking at um, kind of how mental illness and how and why it develops kind of over the lifespan. But uh, something that kind of came out of left field, and I think it uh, it, you know, it could have been the coursework, it could have been the professor, but I also really, really liked my cognitive development class as well. I thought it was really cool just learning about, um, you know, how the brain develops after birth, before birth, all of the different, you know, senses that kind of come online and when they do and, um, you know, how kids you know, they're, they're learning things at different times. And I don't know, I thought, <laughs> I thought it was really interesting. Um, I, I don't know, I think, I think kids in general are, are pretty cool. So any developmental classes that I took were, were really, really interesting for me. Mm -hmm. yeah. As Haley mentioned, like the developmental psychopathology course was so fascinating. And I learned like key topics like adverse childhood experiences, which I do for my work right now is looking at papers regarding that. And like, applying for grants to hopefully build resilience in children that experience violence or adversity. So having that background was very much wanted and loved when I did that course. Another course I really did enjoy that I didn't know I could apply for was an introduction to immunology. So it's actually a, like a pre-health science course that I just like got into and got a chance to look at immunology and different cytokines and things like that that I eventually do, did for my honors thesis. So I feel like you get stuck into the psych bubble of like only taking psych courses, but feel free to venture out into other science courses or art courses and don't feel like you're trapped just completing just psych courses. No, I fully agree. I think my, my favorite class that I ever took was actually a soci class, like the, the sociology of gender. It was phenomenal class. So yeah, no, just to, just to second that, I think, you know, once you're in psych, all you can kind of think about is psych, but I, some of my favorite classes were kind of venturing outside of that as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. It's super important to, you know, look at those different uh, electives that you can take as well, along with your coursework. Uh, so kind of moving into the skills that you developed um, in taking the psychology honors program, are there any skills that kind of stand out to you that you feel like you wouldn't have gotten if you didn't complete the program? Absolutely. Like this is the first time in your undergraduate degree that I got a chance to create a research proposal and present on my research and write a full thesis. So this was a great experience on working collaboratively with your supervisor to create a project and as well as present 
your proposal to other um, undergraduate students and I thought that was very needed on working on my speaking ability and presenting ability as well as writing a full manuscript was something I've never done before and I appreciate having that experience for mm -hmm. sure. Definitely. Now kind of moving into the experience, Haley, if you want to speak to this one a little bit, um, how did you feel that your experience in honor psychology set you apart from other students who were potentially just completing a Bachelor of Science in Psychology? Yeah, no, I think there's um, I think there's a couple pieces that, that kind of set you apart. Um, and kind of like Alex alluded to already, I think just generally the experience that you get completing the honors program. So writing up the manuscript, uh, working on your public speaking skills. I mean, we all had to do a presentation and a poster and, you know, several, several different presentations in front of one another, even within our cohort. Um, so, you know, obviously you're going to gain those um, just kind of general skills. Um, but I think something else that's, that's kind of spoken a little bit less about in terms of the, the honors program is the cohort that you work with. I still kind of keep in contact with a number of people from our cohort. Um, I think it was really important, especially, you know, U Calgary is such a big school. So being a part of that cohort and, you know, all kind of having each other's backs, um, I feel like there was, uh, you know, a general sense of camaraderie that was really nice. Um, but in having that cohort and in having those connections, I, I would say that the majority of the experiences that I gained through my university career and even past graduation was because I had those connections with people and because I, you know, went out of my way to talk to them about what they're doing. And um, I, I, I've had so many different opportunities surface simply because I had a conversation with the right person at the right time. So, you know, it definitely aids in having a bit of a leg up just in having those connections and, and being able to talk with people about, you know, your research and what you're doing and where you're going next. Um, so Alex, how were your expectations of psychology honors different than the reality of it? So what, you know, expectations versus reality can be a big thing. So was there anything that kind of stands out to you that could fit into that box? Yeah, like applying for it, I felt like I was never good enough or it was going to be a very difficult year for me to finish and do an honors thesis. Like it was just going to be me and everyone's going to antagonize me because I either don't deserve to be there or don't like there's not enough resources for me. And that's something that was completely debunked by the time I got there. Everyone made you feel like once you got there that we've all done this together and they want you to finish your manuscript and do well. You've already did so many like years of schooling that like they're like, you know that you're competent and you're ready to face that. So it's still very stressful. Don't get me wrong, writing a manuscript. It was a few, a few tears, <laughs> but for sure, like just everyone wants you to do well. And it was a lot more relaxed than I thought would be going into it. So yeah, it felt like a little bit more supportive than what you thought. Mm -hmm, absolutely. Really mm -hmm. Yeah. And then Haley. Um, were there any common misconceptions of psychology that you would like to debunk, just psychology as a full degree or psychology as a topic? Yes. Um, so <laughs> ever since I started in psychology, I think one of the main responses that I get from people when I tell them that I have a psychology degree, you know, or that I was studying psychology, that I work in psychology, people are always like, oh, so you're a mind reader. Um yeah, so we don't know how to mind read. Um, we just know how to read people. <laughs> That's about it. Um, Not sure about that one. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
but yeah, no, honestly, I think something that is, is a general kind of misconception and something that I kind of misconstrued coming into the, the psychology program in, in undergraduate was I thought that I was going to be learning the things that you actually learn in grad school. I thought that I was going to be learning, um, you know, how to diagnose and how to uh, treat and how to, you know, et cetera, et cetera, which isn't exactly something that you particularly learn. You learn like the basics, you learn the theory behind it. But, um, you know, Alex and I aren't licensed psychologists. We can't go forward and diagnose someone, which I think when I was first starting out in university was something that I thought was going to be more prominent in my undergraduate degree. Yeah, I think, oh, and you know what? Another thing, another thing about psychology that I didn't know when I first started was there's so much to do in psychology it's so much broader than just diagnosing and mental health and what uh, you know blah 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 it's so much bigger than that I mean obviously that's the the part that the majority of people I would say um kind of think of when it comes to psychology but you know there's there's cognitive there's forensic psychology there's psycholinguistic stuff there's developmental psychology so um you know even if you're you know not necessarily sold on the whole you know I want to diagnose people with depression and anxiety for the rest of my life kind of situation but you know the human mind is so much broader than that and so much more expansive than that and the field of psychology reflects that as well and I think that that is something that I've really come to cherish about the field of psychology you know through my undergraduate and and even now uh, even though I work in psychiatry I, I still absolutely adore uh, cognitive psychology. I think it's, you know, it's the one that got away, so to speak, in terms of psychology fields. Yeah, definitely. It's a very expansive field that I think um, lots of students coming into university might not understand the amount of different career paths and the amount of different things that you can do with a psychology degree and going on to do a graduate degree um, or going on even to do counseling or something like that. Um, And it's definitely something that should be highlighted because it's a really cool field to get into. Mm-hmm. So Alex, yeah. uh, just a quick question for you. What are some of the biggest challenges that you feel like you faced within the honors program and research that you had to overcome? So even the research that you're doing now, um, but specifically when you were a student at the University of Calgary. Yeah, sounds good. So I think particularly into the honors program, having a cohort that's so supportive and going through the same thing as you is lovely. Um, at the same time, there could f- it feels very like there could be a competitive nature, especially when to talking about graduate schools and people applying to clinical programs, which is the most competitive in Canada. <laughs> I think like only the universities only take five to seven clinical students. Yeah, it's like a seven percent acceptance it's, rate. It can be really challenging. And so people being in that mindset of being stressful and whatnot can be really hard to detach from. So taking some like breaths and like knowing that you don't have to take the clinical route. You don't have to take the psychology graduate route either. And there are many other options is something that really helped with that kind of mindset that was happening in the honors program. Yeah. Um, Bigger challenges, I guess, in research when I did undergraduate research and currently what I am now. I would say is, yeah, when applying to like do research positions or volunteer for research, it feels a lot scarier just to email 
supervisors and people associated with these supervisors. And it's like, oh, well, if they don't respond to me, they must hate me or I'm not good enough. When in reality, they want volunteers. They want to see more people. So don't feel like you have to choose one stream or only have to follow, like, respond to one supervisor. See what else is happening. Look into the Department of Pediatrics. Look into the Department of Health Sciences and you'll definitely find research mm-hmm. on this university campus. Definitely, yeah. If I could speak to that a yeah, little bit 100%. as well. I would not give up my honors experience for the world, but my goodness, was it tough for me. I feel like I had gone through a whole lot of university just kind of coasting through. Um, But yeah, no, when I got to my writing the manuscript and doing the research and for the first time in my undergraduate degree, it was resting on my shoulders and my shoulders alone. It was really challenging. And if I could offer, you know, any piece of advice to any honor students listening out there, any prospective honor students, anything, just start, just start. I think is the biggest piece of advice I can offer because the the task of it feels so insurmountable at times. You know, this manuscript, it's, you know, people are writing 50 to 80 pages for their, their final thesis, which just feels so big. And truly, truly, all I can offer is just start because I did not start uh, when I should have and it bit me in the butt several times on the back end so 10 minutes a day just sitting down and writing yeah all you need to feel a flow does Mm -hmm. so much more than than you think it will and um I think it's also I feel important to to say that even though I woof struggled through that that honors thesis I'm still working in research I love my job I've been in my job for five years Um, And I will continue to be in my job because I really do love research. So, you know, even if honors is a struggle, it doesn't necessarily mean that research isn't for you. It just means that honors is hard. Have you heard of the new Discover UCalgary app? This is the new official app for prospective UCalgary students and has everything you need to explore campus. Take a self-guided walking tour or access all of the different guides for events such as Open House. This app has everything you need to know as a future UCalgary Dino. Available to download for Apple and Android. Now, because you both are working with the University of Calgary currently, so after your graduation, just asking kind of generally, how did the University of Calgary help you get to the point that you are now? So help you get to the research that you're doing now, help you get to the career that you're doing now, or even help you figure out what career path you want to go on to. Yeah, absolutely. So I think networking at the University of Calgary is very common and like different degrees like business and sciences and whatnot so when I was able to talk to my supervisor at the time who is adjunct with the university so she's not even associated with the University of Calgary she's with the University of Athabasca but also can take supervisors under University of Calgary I was able to meet so many more supervisors or potential um, employers which I'm now employed by now because my supervisor at the time introduced me to their lab so I think that's a great component of just what the University of Calgary has to offer is just a network of so many people working. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I think Alex kind of covered the the networking piece. You know, it is really important to 
go out and talk with your fellow classmates, talk with your professors. But yeah, I, I recall it was back in my second year of university. I was sitting in my introductory psychological statistics course, and I think the professor was talking about how if you wanted to do honors, it would be a good idea to go and get research experience. And I had no idea what that meant. Um, but there are a number of websites online. Um, if you look for even five minutes, you can find basically a list of every single research lab at the university. So that's what I did. I went and found a research lab and I emailed them and interviewed with them. And that very same research lab that I started with back in my second year of university, um, I volunteered there for two years, uh, and then I completed a summer project there. Then I did two years of RA work, and now it's my current full-time job uh, as a lab coordinator. So, you know, you can you can really work your way up through a lot of these places if you stay committed and stick with it. I absolutely love the project that I'm working on, so I have every intention of staying there kind of as long as I can. I love the people I work with. I love the people I work for. So being able to say that this is something that started in my second year of university and it's been five years in the making is really, really special. Yeah, that's really cool to see kind of the progression of your, your volunteer to being a paid worker to now being a lab coordinator for this lab, um, all within the University of Calgary. So because this is the Choose You Calgary podcast, I'm going to ask you guys a couple of questions just about your advice for future students. Um, so either one of you, if you'd like to speak uh, to prospective students who may be interested in psychology honors, what would be your biggest piece of advice? Start early, just in everything. Just <laughs> yeah. like if you're in your first or second year of undergrad, looking at pr like perspective, like research labs to volunteer in, getting experience, knowing what you like and don't like is very vital. And then when you are applying to the actual honors program itself, finish the pamphlet early, contact supervisors early. If it's due in January, the pamphlet, Start emailing in the summer or even before the summer to super potential supervisors so you just build repertoire and then, and also build on your research project for the following year. So that would be my biggest advice. Yeah, no, I, I have to second that. Starting early is, that is a, a theme that you will come across for probably the rest of your psychology career. Even, even now applying for, for graduate studies, um, even though the applications aren't due until December, I know myself, Alex, we've both started reaching out to people, even though it's only September. So, um, and even then that's like already starting to be a bit, a, a, a little bit late. So, um, yeah, no, it's, it's not a, something that should be stressful, but even just thinking about it, even just, you know, talking to a professor that you particularly like or your group of friends in uh, in one of your classes or even just the person that sits next to you in, in lecture, um, talking with someone, starting, you know, kind of planning about where it is you want to go and then taking the active steps to do that before you think you have to because then it's already too late. It's kind of funny because now the logo for the University of Calgary is start, start something. something. Start something. Start something. And they know what they're saying. 
to any prospective honor student listening, start something. And by that, I mean your packet. Start (laughs) writing your packet right now. (laughs) So kind of speaking, you guys kind of talked about this a little bit um, in the previous section. But if a student is interested in entering into psychology research at the University of Calgary, what would be your biggest suggestions? Yeah, I can go. I can speak to this because I didn't get into research until like my final two years of uni. So I felt very late, but I have lots of experience because of it as well. So I think my biggest advice is don't feel stressed about it. As we mentioned earlier, start early contacting supervisors so you find interesting. And yeah, that'd be my biggest suggestion. Yeah, no, I think honestly, again, you can find everything you need to find online. Um, you can find the blurb for just about every single lab. Most labs at the University of Calgary have a website as well. Yeah, I I recommend going online and even just searching up a University of Calgary XYZ lab. Because it's such a research-heavy institution, chances are there is a lab that is looking at whatever you want to look at. So think about what you're interested in and then hop on Google And see what you can find because chances are if the lab that you're looking at doesn't have any opportunities, the lab next door probably will. So yeah, just be persistent and start is is truly the biggest 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 advice I can offer is Mm -hmm. just start something. So speaking towards kind of the benefits Um, for prospective students of adding honors and research to your degree. Uh, What can you speak to when it comes to, you know, the benefits that you've gotten from your careers, going to graduate school, from adding those two elements to your undergraduate degree? Yeah, no, honors is actually quite a large component when it comes to, there's a majority of graduate studies and, and graduate programs that you can't even get into if you don't have a, uh, an honors degree. So if you want to go forward and, and pursue something like counseling or clinical psychology, um, nine times out of 10, they're going to be thesis based and nine times out of 10, they're going to require that you have an honors degree before you even apply. Um, but when it comes to things like my career, I know that I wouldn't have the job that I currently have without the research experience that I gained through being in the honors program. You can volunteer all you want, but I feel like the honors program really speaks to Um, kind of a testament to your academic merit as well as your ability to accomplish something as daunting and as at times stressful as an honors thesis in your undergraduate degree because that's oftentimes something that's kind of reserved for graduate studies. So doing that that undergraduate research um, and having that experience really lends itself to, you know, getting employed (laughs) by the university in some of those, in some of those research aspects. So whenever you go to apply to any of the the graduate programs that require an honors degree, um, it's always honors degree or equivalent. Um, so essentially you, you don't have to do the honors degree. If that's something that you don't want to do, you don't want to do the cohorts, you know, it's, it's not for everybody and that's so fair, but yeah, we've got independent, um, psychology research classes that you can take, uh, through the university. We actually have a couple of students at my lab taking 499 classes rather than an honors degree. Um, we've got honor students and 499 students, but yeah, like we have both at, at my lab, mm-hmm. um, which is really interesting. And as someone who, who worked directly with those students, I 
truly can't really tell you the difference between the two. As long as you're doing your own research project, like that counts as an honors. And then last question before we wrap things up, um, what are some core skills that you feel are needed when entering into the psychology honors program? So we talked a lot about skills that you gained from the psychology honors program, um, but what do you feel are good skills to have going into that? I think the skills that you develop throughout your undergraduate degree, such as good study habits, good time management, are going to be exacerbated when you're in your final year of uni. If you don't have good study skills or good time management skills, you writing your thesis is going to feel so much more daunting <laughs> than anything else. So I think just looking back of like how you manage your time when doing schoolwork or writing things and taking the time to reflect on that is very important. And yeah, I think those are some core skills you need when entering your final year. Definitely. Yeah, I think I've already kind of spoken to this already a bit, but um, yeah, don't start things at the last minute. Start before you think you have to. Because, yeah, that's a skill that if you don't already have it, you're going to learn really quick. Yeah, so I, I recommend kind of building up on that when you can before entering the honors degree. Uh, because as someone who didn't have that skill prior to it, it was significantly more challenging than I feel like it was for some of my peers. Um, I'll just say one more thing. I think also like having fun with your final year of yes. uni is oh my so important to say. Like I think those core skills of building like with friendships or talking mm -hmm. to your supervisors and that camaraderie between your cohort is what made my final year very fun. So special, right? I my final year and my my final couple years actually were really special because you know you're a person with your own ideas and your own research merit and. I think it's really, really cool the the connections that you can make with your, you know, with the university staff and with the the students around you. Um, that it really makes it just so special. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Definitely, yeah. Building those like connections, that networking, all super important. Um, so thank you for joining us today, Haley and Alex, and giving us some insights into the psychology honors program and the different research opportunities uh, that students can take advantage of at the University of Calgary. Your, your tips and tricks were really appreciated. Um, so thank you for your time. Thank you for coming on the Choose You Calgary podcast. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for having us. Thank you for listening to Season 8, Episode 2 of the Choose You Calgary podcast. Remember to follow us on Instagram and Facebook and send us a message if you have a topic you want to know more about or if you have any questions.